0: Love Talk Radio Greetings everyone, this is your host, Prophetess Kathy L. McKenzie Thank you for joining with us and being with us on Block Talk Radio. We just thank God for this opportunity that God has given us to be able to share his heart and his mind with the people of God. And those who are listening uh, now, some may be listening now, some may be listening later on, but we just pray that you are blessed and you are ministered to. Uh, We have a saying that we say around here uh, in Panorama that God gave us years ago through our man of God, one word from God will change your life. Do you believe that? I believe that. One word from God will change your life. Just think about it. That one word that you heard is probably the word that brought you into the place of and your relationship, that intimacy with God that you're at right now, and getting ready to take you on into that places, the new season, that new dimension that God has in store for you. Tell somebody about the broadcast. Let them know that there is a broadcast that that is um, heard every day, that is uh, on every day, that they can listen to uh, and receive a word that will uh, bring life to them and minister life to them. All right, Um, for um, today, this is uh, Kingdom Women, Living for the King, and so we want to encourage women of God to be all that God has called upon and anointed and empowered them to be. We want to encourage you with the Word of God um, that you can be kingdom-minded, be kingdom-minded in your home, kingdom-minded in your workplace, kingdom-minded in your church, kingdom-minded in the community, wherever God has you, kingdom-minded wherever you go in society, wherever you go And travel today be kingdom minded Think about the king and the kingdom of God Think about that God wants you To be a light to somebody wherever you Go so we want to inspire women with the Word of God and not just women but men As well so make sure um, That you're listening so you can Hear what it is that God is uh, Articulating to you for you to do We want to invite you to our Watch night service our watch night Service is on December 31st At 10 p.m. we're going to be back at The Embassy Suites Hotel if you uh, was with us a few weeks ago when we did the uh, Encountering the Supernatural, where we had these two awesome men of God with us um, the weekend of November the 9th, 10th, and 11th. We're going to be back at that same hotel, um, Embassy Suites Hotel, which is Miami Airport, and that's 10 p.m. on December 31st. So if you're not um, having services, uh, going to any other service, um, then we want to invite you um, to be with us. Come and encounter the supernatural. This is our due season and our set time, and I believe this is the due season and set time um, for those that are connected to us. As a matter of fact, God said that in the prophetic word when he spoke to us in 2008, to everyone that is connected with the man of God in covenant relationship, then uh, whatever God has uh, done in his life and is doing in his life, then God is getting ready to do it in your life as well. Do you believe that? I believe that, and therefore I receive it. I praise God that I'm connected to the man of God, um, that I can receive all that it is that God has in store for me um join us on saturday uh we will have the master key releasing the supernatural that broadcast begins at 12 noon uh we believe that uh if you join in that god is going to speak a word to you god desires to release the supernatural to you so as you are receiving the supernatural don't you want to tell somebody about what god has done in your life and how good god has been to you um this is how we spread the uh the fame of the kingdom of god Spread the fame concerning what God has done. Uh, we tell somebody and we demonstrate. We, we, uh, our lives is a very witness. We're not witnessing, but our lives become a witness of what God has done. Maybe God has brought healing to you in one area of your life. Then tell somebody about it. Maybe God has brought healing, not only in your body, but healing in your marriage or healing in your relationship, healing uh, with your um, children or healing on your job, or He's given you a promotion, a raise on your job. Uh, maybe Maybe you have experienced unexpected finances. Uh, uh, we had one testimony from one uh, one of our members. Uh, maybe about two months ago, she was driving on the expressway, and we have a confession um, that we do every time we uh, worship the Lord and our giving uh, in our services. So we have this confession, and so we've been making this confession, speaking the word of the Lord God. And so one of the testimonies from one of our members recently uh, was that she was driving on I-95. Now, now this is just so fascinating and it's just. It's so awesome how God God can use whatever means and method he chooses to get the blessing to you. Uh, it doesn't matter how he does it. We just want to be in that position at the right time, at the right place, so we can receive the blessing that God has for us. But the woman of God said that she was driving down the expressway, and she saw something fly by her car. And she stopped, and uh, and then when she got out the car, and she started not to get out of the car, but when she got out of the car, she realized that it was a $20 bill. Then she looked a little further There was another $20 bill All in all, I think it was a couple hundred dollars That the Lord allowed her to find While she's driving on the expressway Wouldn't you like to have that kind of blessing? (laughs) I believe that God is bringing us into that season Has brought us, not bringing us But God has brought us into that season Where we are getting ready to experience The supernatural in more ways than one Um, You cannot imagine the doors that God is is uh, opening for you as you continue to be in the right place at the right time. Uh, We used to sing this song um, years ago. The Holy Spirit dropped this song uh, in my spirit today, and I looked up the lyrics because I wanted to read it to you, and I don't know, maybe somebody's listening to this uh, broadcast and uh, will listen later on, and you remember this song. Um, It's called, You Can't Be God-Giving. No matter how you try, Um, the more you give, the more he gives back to you. Just keep on giving because it's really true that you can't beat God's giving. And if you think about that, that is so true. There is nothing you and I can do to beat, to outbeat God's giving. First of all, um, God gave us his only begotten son, his only begotten son. So that's a miracle uh, in itself. I don't know anybody on this. Planet on this earth, this side of heaven, that will give up their child, their only child, beloved child, uh, for the sacrifice, uh, as a sacrifice for many, to bring salvation to many. Uh, and that's not what God is looking for, but I just thought I'd put that in there. But you and I, we cannot beat God's giving. Uh, We was encouraged uh, from the Word of God on Sunday from our man of God, uh, Dr. McKenzie, and he encouraged us with the powerful Word of God on Sunday concerning about apostasy. And we kind of shared a little bit of that on the broadcast um, yesterday. And one of the things that he brought out that God spoke um, was that God does not want you and I to forget his blessings. Don't, Don't forget not so much his blessings. Let me take that back. God doesn't want us to forget him. We don't want to focus on the blessing. We want to focus on the one that has given us the blessing. And so, therefore, we want to have a heart of thanksgiving. We were encouraged that um, even on the prayer line this week, uh, at the end of the month, uh, we do a prayer, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of the month, God has spoken to us to uh, do a prayer, um, have our conference line, and also on those three days, we're fasting. So we just ended our fast and our prayer on yesterday, and it was powerful um, all this week. uh, God speaking through uh, Dr. McKenzie, encouraging us that this is the hour that God is getting ready to show himself strong. Um, This is God's show. This is not about a man. This is God's show. And God encouraged us recently uh, when God said all of those who have remained faithful to him. Not faithful to a man, but faithful to to God. And when you're faithful to God, then you're going to be faithful to that place or at that place, wherever it is that God has called you and God has assigned you. You're going to be faithful because why? Your focus is not man, but you're focusing on God. And so the man of God, uh, Dr. McKenzie, was encouraging us on Sunday that it's time to move forward. It's time for you and I to move forward with what God has given unto us. Uh, he even encouraged us. He said, we are a victim of the supernatural. We're in a season of miracles. And, and today just may be the day that God um, show himself strong and, and manifest a miracle on your behalf. The key is for you and I to focus on Him. Don't focus on the blessing. Keep my eyes on Him. David even says in the Word of God in the book of Psalms that I'm going to have faith, fixed focus. In other words, I'm going to set my face like flint and I'm going to focus on God. I recently um, shared with my husband uh, when we were uh, just communing one day, and I was sharing with him, I believe that the Lord allowed um, all the hell that we went through on last year, all the the testing that God allowed us to go through, I believe that God did something in me. I believe God allowed it to happen for me. You know, sometimes God allows the testing to get you and I uh, to move, to get you and I in that uh, relationship with him, to get you and I to focus on him, um, to draw you your heart closer to Him. So sometimes God allows the test um, so He can draw you closer to Him and you can focus on Him. And I believe that's what God did in me on last year. Um, I I saw myself, and even my husband um, said um, that he saw me uh, begin to draw closer to the Lord. Um, And so I don't want God to have to allow a test again to draw my heart closer to Him. Uh, why Why should God have to uh, do that uh, When if I love him Then I want to focus on him And I want to turn my heart towards him And I want to uh, uh, love on him every day Not because of uh, the blessing that he just gave me But because he's God And because he's good um, And he didn't have to do what he did for me But he did it because he loved me And so God always, every day He's expressed his love to us, He's showing us just how good um, He is, and He's showing us just how much He loves us. Um, the time that we think that we shouldn't get the the blessing uh, because we deserve a spanking because we were no, we know we were just uh, we were just obe- uh, disobedient, we we didn't do something that He told us to do, but He turns around and then He blesses us. He turns around and He shows us just how good He is and just how much He loves us. So. I just thank God um, that uh, that we're in this season that we're in and, and that we're hearing the heart and the mind of God from our man of God. And we're receiving that word that God is speaking through our man of God. And he began to encourage us also and, and, and tell us to expect God. One of the uh, words that he said this week, expect him every day not just, you know, this week and next week, I don't expect them, but every day I wake up, good morning Holy Spirit, I expect you today. I expect you to show up today. Maybe you want to show up on my job. Maybe you want to show up in my marriage. Maybe you want to show up in my relationship with my children. Maybe you want to show up in their life. Maybe you want to show up at their school and they're going to come home and share it with us. Maybe you want to show up in my family, my extended family but with my siblings. Maybe you want to Show up uh, uh, in my friend's life. However you desire to show up, I expect you today, God. So we thank you, Lord. So we will also encourage this is the time for us to go forth and possess the land. God said that he's bringing us. He has brought us into that 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 wealthy place. He's brought us into that place that uh, of the place of the promise. So He's spoken His word over us, uh, and we've been confessing. Uh, and you probably have heard us say this, but we've been confessing um, the prayer that the prophetic word that God gave us in 2008. We God told us to begin to turn it into a a prayer. This is something the Lord put in my husband's spirit years ago. And so many times God gives us a prophetic word when He speaks to the house. We turn that word, uh, we uh, uh, put it on paper, and we formulate it as a prayer. And we begin to continue to birth in the word of the Lord God that God spoke over us. We're birthing in. We're keeping that word before us. We're keeping it fresh in our spirit so we do not forget what it is that God has spoken unto us. So we were encouraged also on Sunday, don't forget. And then Dr. McKenzie said for us to make this confession, you know, make this out of a prayer. Um, I decree that when when God manifests the blessings in my life, uh, that I will not turn back on God. I will not embrace the blessing more than I embrace the blesser. I will not embrace what God manifests in my life more than I embrace God. I don't want the blessing to pull me away from God. And so that was so powerful for me, and I begin to say that every day. And you know one way that uh, I believe that God will allow us to stay focused on him is when you and I have a heart of thanksgiving, when we begin to Thank God. I was reminded of the scripture in First Thessalonians, the 5th chapter, and verses 16 through 18. See, having a heart of thanksgiving is that there's an internal working that God has done in my spirit, in my heart, because everything proceeds from the heart. And so my heart, I have a heart of thanksgiving. I'm not just saying thanksgiving just to sound good or just to verbally say it, uh, but in my heart, there is no thanksgiving. I- Thanksgiving proceeds from the heart. So I must allow it to come from my heart. Uh, we were, the scripture says in the book of Proverbs, the fourth chapter, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. So everything concerning my life flows from my heart. So in the book of First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, and verses 16 through 18, the Amplified Version says, be happy in your faith. Be happy in your faith, and rejoice, and be glad-hearted, continually, always. How? Always, continually. In other words, don't ever quit. Don't stop being happy in your faith. It doesn't say uh, be happy because of what God did for you today. No, it say be happy, glad-hearted, continually. In other words, let it continue to flow out of your heart. Always, always means just what it says, always, all the time. In other words, no matter what the circumstances may be, no matter what is going on in my life, God desires for you and I to always be happy in our faith. And then verse 17 says, be unceasing in prayer. Pray and perseveringly. In other words, don't stop prayer. Don't cease to pray. Pray all the time. And then in verse 18, this is the uh, verse I want you to focus on. Verse 18 says, thank God in everything. What? That's what the scripture says? Yes. Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and mediator of that will. In other words, when you and I begin to see verse 18 is a continuation of verse 16 and 17. And verse 18, I can't have a a thank God in everything if I'm not happy in my faith. So the beginning of me thanking God in everything, no matter what the circumstances, is for me to be happy in my faith. So ask yourself right now. Are you happy in your faith? Are you rejoicing right now, continuously, all the time? Have you stopped praying? And then then in verse 18, he says, Thank God in everything, because if you do 16, if you're happy in your faith, and verse 17, you do that, be unceasing in prayer. In other words, don't stop praying or don't let your prayer cease, then you can be thanking God in everything, no matter what the circumstances. So many times people have a uh, uh, they have a problem thanking God in everything because they're not happy in their faith. They haven't done 16, and they stop praying, so therefore they can't thank God in everything because they don't see a reason to thank God and everything. But the scripture encourages us here, Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances. In other words, no matter what happens, if my husband and I have a disagreement this afternoon, then God still wants me to have to be happy in my faith and to thank him in everything. Now, I'm not thanking him because it it happened, but uh, let me bring in balance to that. I am thanking him, but I'm thanking him in the situation because now he's revealing to me, you know, did I uh, uh, apply the word, did I do the word, did I become? like Jesus. He's revealing what's on the inside of me. Every situation reveals what's in my heart. So if Thanksgiving is in my heart, then I will have an attitude with my husband if we do have a disagreement. I will still be submissive to him as my authority. I will still submit to his uh, uh, authority. I will still submit to his leadership. I will still submit to him because he's the one that God connected me with. I will still submit but I'm doing this because my focus is not my husband my focus is God so be happy in your faith rejoice why thank God in everything no matter what the circumstances so I can thank God in everything because why I'm happy in my faith and then also in verse Psalms in the book of Psalms 103 verse 1 through 7 it says with all my heart I praise the Lord And with all that I am, I praise his holy name. See, I believe that having a a heart of thanksgiving, being happy in my faith, when God began to manifest the blessings in my life, uh, they will not pull me away from God. Why? Because I've learned how to be happy in my faith. I know that it's not. This stuff that makes me who I am is my faith in Jesus Christ that has made me the woman of God, the wife, the mother, the servant of God uh, unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Because I understand it's not the blessing. God didn't have to do what he did. God doesn't have to manifest like he desires to manifest. He doesn't have to do that. But because he did do that, then I'm still going to keep my focus on him. I don't want the, the, the blessing to pull me away. From him. I remember my husband said that he prayed a prayer years ago that God don't give me anything that's going to pull me away from you. And he, you know, and then he just began to elaborate over the years. I've heard him elaborate how when he prayed that prayer, how there was one particular season in our life, in our marriage, how we went through a season where it seemed like. Uh, we were just going through, uh, so many times. People was breaking into the house. Uh, people was trying to do this. People were trying to do that. Because why? Because of that powerful statement that he made. God don't give me anything. So God was trying to show us, is this going to pull you away from me? So I'm getting ready to test you just with that statement that you just said. You don't want anything to pull you away from me? Okay, well, let me test you. Let me see how much you value that. Let me see if you value me, your relationship with me, or you value the stuff. And I remember one time I came home and I was crying because of what we had just experienced. And my husband said, you know, he began to help me. And thank God for my husband always helping me to have the proper perspective, you know, and seeing God in the situation. And he said, this is nothing but stuff. God can replace stuff. Thank God they did not take your life. Your life can't be replaced. So so don't cry over the stuff. God can replace stuff. And God knows how to give you more than enough, you know. So focus on God. Focus on your relationship with God. So that's the thing that, that you know, that's the place that God wants you and I to be, that we have a heart of thanksgiving, Uh, Psalms 103 verse 7, uh, I'm sorry, verse 1 through 7 says, For with my heart, with all my heart, I praise the Lord. And with all that I am, I praise his holy name. Now we know the King James Version says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And and I began to, the the Holy Spirit began to illuminate that word soul unto me. Dr. McKenzie has been doing an awesome teaching on uh, the anatomy of man, um, spirit, soul, and body. Uh the showing us the difference in the spirit, the difference in the soul, and the difference in the body. And so we know what makes up our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions, our intellect. So bless the Lord, O oh my mind. Bless the Lord, O oh my intellect. Bless the Lord. Uh, give him praise. Uh, praise his heart holy name. He says, with all my heart, I bless the Lord. Verse 2 says, with all my heart, I praise the Lord. I will never forget how kind he has been. Now, let me read that again. I will never forget how kind he has been. Now, the only way the psalmist was able to say, I will never forget how kind he has been, is because he already had a heart of thanksgiving. He was already praising God. The reason why people forget how kind God has been or all the benefits that God has given unto them is because they do not have a heart of thanksgiving. So that's the reason why we want to develop a heart of thanksgiving. And we want to allow ourselves to yield to the Holy Spirit so he can help us to have a a heart of thanksgiving. Thanking God in everything, no matter what the circumstances. Be thankful. And remember, the only way we can be thankful in everything is because we're happy in our faith. Oh, we heard such a, uh, such a powerful word uh, last night uh, from our man of God. I'm not trying to uh, sell tapes, but, uh, you know, I just thank God for my husband, my man of God, uh, being a, a man of God that hears from God and wants to give us the heart, and the mind of God. And last night we had our faith school, and he was getting ready to do the teaching on the anatomy of man, but the Spirit of God began to shift him, and that's how God flows uh, with Dr. McKenzie. He shifts them at any given time, and Dr. McKenzie has learned over the years to just flow with the Spirit of God. And so last night, I believe God was speaking to issues and mindsets of the people on last night and answering um, questions that was in our heart and showing them um, how we are to have this relationship with God. And he was just bringing out Giving, uh, sharing his life on last night, uh, with his, uh, uh, mentor, Dr. McKenzie, uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Brown. And, um uh, he was sharing with us the process that God took him. And hearing so many of the, uh, the different tests that God allowed him to go through, um, it just shows how he kept. Uh, his faith in God he didn't take his face his his eyes off of God, he kept his eyes on the lord and he and he said at the beginning he didn't do that, but God brought him to the place uh processed him through every test that his eyes was on God, not dr brown and I, and that's where we miss it at you know uh people of God, we miss it because we look at the person, we look at the instrument, we look at the vessel. And and because we look at the vessel and the instrument, we can't possibly hear the heart and the mind of God and and get God's uh, perspective on the situation because I'm looking at the person. I'm looking at the instrument. I'm looking at the vessel instead of keeping my eyes on God. But if you and I were, were, those of us who heard the word on last night, we will hear the word, the process that God took the man of God through and, and do what he did, then we can obtain the, that same relationship that uh, Dr. McKenzie has expressed so many, many times. We can obtain that relationship with God as well. We can get to that place in our relationship, with, in our relationship uh, with our faith in Christ Jesus, not looking at the person that God has connected me to, not looking at my authority uh, as a wife, not looking at my husband, uh, but focusing on Christ, passing every test because my eyes is on uh, Christ. I'm looking at Christ. I'm, I'm hearing my husband, and I'm hearing God, and so therefore I'm able to obey God through my husband because my focus is not not my husband, but my focus is God. And so when you and I do uh, verse 16 in First Thessalonians, uh, the fifth chapter there, be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted continually always, then in verse 18, I can thank God in everything. So that's probably what Dr. McKenzie was saying on last night. He was able to come to that place where he was thanking God in everything because he was happy in his faith. His, his eyes was on um, God not the man of God, not the vessel, not the instrument, but his eyes was on God. I remember one time I I shared with my husband how, when he used to share this testimony, how he used to live on the street, oh, it used to bother me. (laughs) It it doesn't bother me now, uh, but when he first started uh, sharing it, and and I began to examine my heart, why did it bother me? I think it bothered me because Here is my husband, the man of God, you know, my husband I love, and I I don't ever want to see him living on the street. And I guess my my emotions, I had emotions attached, you know, uh, way back then when he shared the testimony. But, you know, I can hear him share that same testimony, and it doesn't bother me now because now I have God's perspective on it. My emotions is not attached to it. You know, I, I love God and I thank God uh, and I love uh, my uh, my husband and I thank God for all the, the processing that God has done in his life. And, and that's a pattern before me that I can follow, that I can look at and say, you know, God, I thank you for my man of God. Grace me to to yield to the process. Grace me as his wife to yield to you, Holy Spirit. Grace me to not... Fight you, but grace me to be in that place that you brought my husband. And I think if I'm happy in my faith and keep my eyes on the Lord, guess what? I'm on my way <laughs> because I'm seeing God and I'm hearing God. Yes, my husband is the instrument, yes, he's the vessel that God uses from time to time for the process, but I'm looking at God. My faith is in Christ Jesus. So here in Psalms 103 and verse 2, he says, With all my heart, I praise the Lord, I will never forget. So we don't want to ever forget. And the only way we we won't forget is because we have a heart of thanksgiving. And then when God manifests the blessings, I won't forget. Because why? I have a pattern of thanking God. I've been thanking God every day. So if God bless today, praise him. If he don't manifest today, praise Him. If He manifests tomorrow, praise Him. I bless Him. If He manifests next week, praise Him. I bless Him. If He don't manifest next week, I still praise Him. I still bless Him. So it's a pattern. It's not something that I just started doing, but I wake up every day with a heart of thanksgiving. And so therefore I don't forget how kind He's been. I don't forget His love that He extends towards me. I don't forget the benefits. I don't forget how God God has forgiven all my sins. I don't forget how God has healed me of all my diseases. I don't forget that yesterday he healed me of a headache. I don't forget that um, today I was able to wake up in a bed. I wasn't sleeping uh, uh, on the outside. I was able today to drive in a vehicle. So I thank God every day. No matter what, where he has us, we ought to learn how to thank God every day. And then he says in verse three, the Lord forgives our our sins. He heals, um, He heals us when we are sick. Think about it. When was the last time you stopped to thank God for healing you uh, of of your sickness, for healing you? You had a headache. You prayed, and God began to manifest, and and you didn't have to take the the Advil. Uh, you didn't have to take the the aspirin. You didn't have to take the Tylenol. You prayed spoke the word of God, walked in faith, and then pretty soon, a couple of hours later, you begin to search, say, hey, the headache is gone. Thank you, Lord. I praise you and I bless you. Uh, and if we live like that all the time, then when God manifests, it will be so easy for, for us to keep our focus on God, uh, not on the blessing that he just manifested in our lives. In verse 5 he says, no, in verse 4 he says, and he protects us from death. Think about it. You were driving on the expressway. You saw an accident, but it didn't come nigh you. Or you were driving uh, 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 in your neighborhood, and so bullets were flying by. It didn't come nigh you. Think about it. God has protected you and I from death. Then it says, His kindness and love are crowned on our heads. Verse 5 says, Each day that we live, He provides for our needs. Uh, and gives us the strength of a young eagle. So every day, and, and I believe that's in the model prayer, um, that he gives us daily our daily bread. So God has provided bread for us today. He's provided food. There's food in the cupboard. So we can thank him for his, his provisions. We can thank him every day for providing for us and giving us uh, the daily necessities of life. It says, Thanksgiving makes us aware that God is at work. See, when I'm thanking God, I'm aware that God is at work. My focus is God. My focus is not the blessing. My focus is not what he just manifested in my life. My focus is the one that has given me the blessing. My focus is, is God, you're at work, and I thank you, Lord. Uh, Psalms 136. I thought this was a powerful uh, uh, passage of scripture here. in Psalms 136. And listen at this in the Amplified Version. I'm just gonna uh, read it and it's so powerful it says thank God he deserves your thanks his love never quits thank the God of all gods his love never quits thank the Lord of all lords his love never quits thank the miracle working God his love never quits the God whose skill formed the cosmos, his love never quits. The God who laid our earth on ocean foundations, his love never quits. The God who filled the skies with light, his love never quits. The sun to watch over the day, his love never quits. Moon and stars as guardians of the night, his love never quits. The God who struck down the Egyptian firstborn, his love never quits. And rescued Israel from Egypt's oppression, his love never quits, took Israel in hand with his powerful hand, his love never quits, he split the Red Sea right in half, his love never quits, led Israel right through the middle, his love never quits, he dumped. Or duped Pharaoh and his army in the sea. His love never quits. The God who marched his people through the desert. His love never quits. He smashed huge kingdoms right and left. His love never quits. He struck down the famous king. His love never quit. He struck the Amorite king. His love never quit. He struck the Beshearite king. His love never quit. He then distributed their land as booty. His love never quit. He handed the the land over to Israel. His love never quit. God remembered us when we were down. His love never quit. He rescued us from the trampling boot. His love never quits. He takes care of everyone in time of need. His love never quits. Thank God who did it all. His love never quits. Hallelujah. Praise your Lord. Glory to your name. His love never quits. And I went back and I counted this. This is 26 times the scripture encourages us that God, his love never quits. And think about it. Think about all the things that God has done in your life, and you didn't deserve it. But his love, God demonstrated his love because why his love never quits, he manifested in your marriage. why? because his love never quits, he manifested in your li- the lives of your children. why? because his love never quits, he manifested his financial blessings in your life. why? because his love never quits, he healed your body. why? because his love never quits, he manifested and he healed a, uh, but your children's body. Why? Because his love never quits. I remember one time when Ebony uh, was a baby, and uh, I took her to the doctor because she had an ear infection. And the doctor gave me some medicine, uh, some pills that seemed like they were like horse pills. They were really big. Um, and he said, you know, break it up and, and put it in her juice and give it to her. Allow her to swallow it, and it's going to heal um, the ear infection. And when we got home, when we got home from the doctor's office, Doctor McKenzie said, "No, we're not going to do this. We, you know, we're not going to give her a break up anything. We're going to speak and decree and declare the word of God over her, and God is going to manifest and heal her of this ear infection that she was challenged with at that time." And he began to pray. He laid hands on her. He rebuked and cast out that spirit of infirmity that was in, that was challenging her ear. And when I took her back to the doctor, because you know how we have to take them back uh, for another uh, for the doctor to look at them and examine them again. So I took her back to the doctor, and when he um, looked at her and examined her, he said, oh, I see the medicine worked. You gave her uh, the medicine. And guess what? I said, no, I didn't. No, we prayed. My husband and I, we prayed. It it just flowed out of me before I realized that. I said, no, we prayed, uh, and and God healed her, so I didn't have to give her the medicine. And guess what he said? Oh, I believe in God, too. (laughs) Well, uh, if he believed in God, then, why he gave me the pills. And I know he's a doctor. He was doing what he well, he, what they paid him to do, uh, but that was a testimony for God, that God healed our daughter, and I didn't have to give her the pills, and so many times, God will allow the situation to see if you're going to uh, uh, take authority over that spirit that's challenging you, challenging your husband, challenging your children, if you're going to take authority, are you going to stand uh, uh, and stand on the word of God, or are you going to give in and say, let me go ahead and take this medicine? Uh, they gave it to me. I paid money for it. And, and I remember one time my husband said, "That's how the enemy is trying to suck us dry, you know, our finances, because he always want to have the mother going to the doctor, believing that. Now, uh, you know, and then and then coming home and then going to the to the store and spending the money for that. Now, we're not telling you not to do that, because if if that's where your faith is, then you do that until God brings you out of that. Uh, but I'm just sharing a testimony." Just to bring balance to it, I'm just sharing a testimony of how God began to move in our lives and how we begin to stand and take authority over that spirit of infirmity. So, this is the season of the miraculous, and this is the season of the immediate. We were encouraged by our men of God. This is the season. Today is your day for a miracle. Today is your day for the miraculous God wants to manifest. Will you believe him? Will you trust him? Will you trust him and stand on his word and know that God is about to manifest in my life if I will just and believe the word of the Lord God. The scripture says in the book of Exodus, the, the 14th chapter, the Moses began to tell them, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So that's what God is saying to us today. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still and watch God manifest. Stand still and see how God is about to open up that door for you. Stand still and watch immediately God turn that situation around. Because why? You hold on to the word of the Lord God. You believe God. And so God has already turned it around for you. He wants you to continue to believe him. You are a testimony for somebody else. And and God gave us a word years ago, and God said that he's adding to his resume. So God wants to add to his resume by how? By using you to manifest the miraculous. He wants to add to his, his resume. Will you let him add to his resume by what you're going through? Will you believe God and stand on his word and watch him begin to manifest his promise unto you? He's already spoken it, and so now is the time for God to show up and show out. So we want to thank him. Because why? His love never quits. Think about it. His love has never quit for you and I, even though it may have looked like his love quit, but his love never quit. God always showed himself strong. Uh, And God began to uh, also encourage us through the man of God that it's time for us to get moving. It's time to move forward. In the book of Deuteronomy, the first chapter and verse six through thirteen it says, Back at Harem, God, our God spoke to us. Who spoke to us? God spoke to us. And listen what God said to the children of Israel. God said, You stayed long enough at this mountain. On your way, get moving. And that's what God is saying to you and I today. You have stayed long enough in this wilderness. You've stayed long enough in this dry place. It's time for you to get moving. It's time for you to be on your way. Get moving. Move forward. Put one foot in front of the other and move forward on the word of the Lord God. And then he says, God your God has multiplied your numbers. Why look at you, your robbers, the stars in the sky. And may God, the God of your fathers, keep it up and multiply you another thousand times. He's already multiplied you, but he's getting ready to multiply you another thousand times. Bless you just as he promised. And how can I carry it all by myself, your troubles, your burdens, your quarrels? But God is about to show up and show out. Somebody say that God is about to show up and show out. And that's why you're in that situation, because God is getting ready to manifest for you. He's getting ready to open up that door. Will you continue to believe him, remember his love never quits. And I was thinking about this and thinking about the word of God on Sunday and I was sharing, um, God began to illuminate, don't forget. And this is one of the things, one of the scriptures that Dr. McKenzie brought out on Sunday in the message concerning apostasy. God was giving the children of Israel a warning. Don't forget. I'm getting ready to bless you. But don't forget me. Don't forget Me, the one that has opened up the doors for you. And don't forget, and remember we, we share with you in Psalms 103, the reason why people forget is because they're not thanking God. If you make it a habit... Of thanking God now, before you get the blessing, it won't be easy or it won't be hard for you to thank Him after you get the blessing, after He began to manifest. Because why? You've already begun to thank Him. So thank Him. Start today. You say, you know what? I haven't been doing that. But starting today, thank you for speaking to my heart, God. Starting today, I'm going to begin to thank God in every circumstance, no matter what it looks like, I'm thanking God. So in the book of Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, and I pray that this is ministering to you today. Uh, In the book of Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, verse 1 and 9, it says, Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes. And the judgments which I teach you to observe that you may live and go in and possess the land. So God said, Listen to my command and listen to the word, because why? I want you to live and you're getting ready to go in and possess the land. And then in verse nine he says, But watch out. But watch out. This is what God is saying. Watch out, people of God. Watch out, women of God. Watch out, men of God. God is encouraging us, watch out. He says, Be careful never to forget What you yourself have seen. Don't forget how God has brought you out. Don't forget how God has manifested in your life. Don't forget it. He said, do not let these memories escape your mind as long as you live. And be sure to pass them on to your children and your grandchildren. And this is something that we do with our girls. Uh, Sometimes my husband will sit our girls down and he'll share with them where God has brought us from how God has uh, uh, blessed us and how God has delivered us and, and how God has brought us to the place that God has brought us. So we want them to know what God has done in our lives. And, and, and many times my husband will share with them uh, concerning his life because when I was growing up, I had it a little bit better uh, than my husband did. And so many times my husband will sit down and share with the girls what, uh, how God has brought uh, him out and, and, and how he used to live when he was uh, younger, uh, growing up with his parents and, and how he had a hard, And I didn't have a heart like my husband, so it's always good to, you know, hear that and begin to thank God, share this with our girls so they can have these memories and they will not forget that it is God that has brought us this far. God is the one that has opened up the door. God is the one that has blessed your father and your mother. God is the one that has blessed us with finances. God is the one that has blessed us with food and, and shelter. God is the one that has blessed us with transportation. God is the one that has blessed us with the job. We don't ever want you to forget that it's God. God is the one. Why? Because his love never quits. His love was with us when I had a heart when I was little, and his love is with us today. And so in verse 23, he says, watch out. He says it again. Watch out. Be careful never to forget what you yourself have seen. He said it twice here. He says, do not let these memories escape your mind as long as you live. Be sure to pass them on to your children. Now, he told them that in verse 9, and then God began to remind them also again in verse 23. It's a reason why God is speaking to them twice and telling them, don't forget, watch out. Don't you, not only uh, do I want you to remember, but I want you to help your children. I want you to teach them and share with them so when they come into their own, they won't forget and when I begin to manifest in their life, they won't forget. They will remember and know that it is God. God is the one that brought us. I remember my parents shared this with me, and I'm now, I now like you know that I'm older. I see it for myself now that God has brought my, my, uh, me in a relationship with my spouse. Now I have my children. I can share the same thing with them. And it says share with your children and your grandchildren. So one day when God blesses us and our children, our daughters get married and they have children, we can uh, share with our grandchildren. This is what God has done in our lives. And then our girls can share with their children. This is what God has done in our lives. God is the one. And so everybody will be living to give God thanks. Why? Because his love never quits. And then in verses, in, in the sixth chapter of Deuteronomy, in verse 1 and 3, it says, Now these are the commandments, the statutes and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded you to teach you that you might do them in the land whether you go to possess it. See, you getting ready to go into the land. Remember, I, I told you, you waited around this mountain too long. Now it's time for you to get moving. It's time for you to move forward. Because why? I'm getting ready to take you into the promised land that I promised you to possess it. And then in verse 2, he says, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to, to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I commanded you. And then in verse 12, he says, then beware, lest thou forget. Here it is again. Beware, lest thou forget. First he told them, watch out. Be careful never to forget. Now he says, beware, lest thou forget, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. God said, I'm the one that brought you out. I'm the one that delivered you. I'm the one that set you free. It wasn't man. I just used man because that's the only way I can do my will in the earth through a vessel, an instrument that's yielded unto me. So man was the instrument, but I'm the one that did it. Can you see that I'm the one that opened up that door that blessed you with that vehicle? I'm the one that opened up that door that blessed you in your marriage. I'm the one that opened up that door and I bless your children. I'm the one that opened up that door and I bless you with finances, even a testimony that I shared earlier I'm the one that caused the money to be flying around, and then I allowed you to be uh, driving down the expressway at the right time, at the right moment, the right hour, the right second, and you saw it, and you got out the car, you said, Lord, thank you, I praise you. I looked around to see if there was anybody that was gonna cl- uh, claim the money. Nobody came, so I said, Lord, thank you. So God said, N- uh, remember that's me. Uh, I'm the one that did, th- that opened up the door. He said, beware, least I forget. Then in the book of Deuteronomy, now that was in Deuteronomy sixth chapter, and then we read Deuteronomy the 4th chapter. Then in Deuteronomy the 8th chapter, he says, in uh, the 10th verse, he says, When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. So God says, Bless me when you eat and you are full. In other words, when you experience the manifestation of the blessings that I'm bringing in your life, When you begin to walk into the finances, and I'm bringing in your life, when you begin to walk into the miracles that I'm bringing in your life, he says, when you begin to walk in that, then he says, remember to bless the Lord. And remember, you bless the Lord because you're happy in your faith. Amen? And then in verse 11, he says, beware that in your plenty. So I'm bringing the plenty, God says, but beware that in your plenty, you do not forget the Lord your God. And disobey his commandments, his, his regulations, his decrees that I am giving you today. And then in verse 13 he says, <clears throat> excuse me, he says, When thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then in verse 14 he says, Then thy heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. And then in verse 19, he says, And it shall be, if thou do at all, forget the Lord thy God. Now notice, he says, When you are multiplied, when your herds when your are multiplied, he's telling the children of Israel But God is speaking to us today. When you're multiplied uh, on your job, when you have multiplied, I've given you that raise. When you're multiplied in your finances, when you're multiplied in your home, when you're multiplied, your children are multiplied, and I've given you all the promises that I promised you. When you're multiplied, he said, I brought you into that, that place of miracles. He says, if thou do at all, forget the Lord that God listen to the warning that God gives them. And this is for us today as well. In verse 19, he says, the latter part of that, he says, And you walk out the other gods, and you begin to serve them and worship them. He said, I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish. Wow. I don't know anybody in their right mind that say, I want to perish after I receive all the blessings. No, you don't. You want to enjoy The blessings. But the only way for you and I to enjoy the blessings that God will give us and is bringing into our lives is that we do not forget God. This is about God. This is what God has done. And from Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, the sixth chapter, and the eighth chapter, five times God said, do not forget. Five times God gave them a warning. Don't forget Yes, I'm about to bring, uh, uh, multiply you and increase you. I'm about to do miracles and work miracles in your life. God said, I'm about to do all of that, but I just want to warn you, don't forget me. When you have eaten and you are full, don't forget me. And the only way you and I cannot forget God is we develop a heart of thanksgiving right now. Thank him right now. This is about God's show. This is about God. God is about to manifest. God is opening up the doors. God is, is bringing us into divine subtleties. And suddenly it happened. Suddenly the money appeared in the bank account. Suddenly you begin to invest, and God began to cause the investment to grow. Suddenly, God began to manifest the miracles in your body, miracles in your marriage, miracles in the lives of your children. Uh, Dr. McKenzie, God spoke through him concerning household salvation. Many of you have been praying for your family members to be saved, and you've been praying a long time, and God said, 2013, you're walking into 2013 with the, with the new. You're walking in with the miracles. You're walking in with the promise of God. God is about to save whole households, and we want to see salvation in our families. We want to see salvation in our immediate family. We want to see salvation in our extended family. I have family members that I want to see walk before they leave this earth realm I want to see them love God with all their heart mind soul and strength Uh, and God said I'm about to do that but I need you to have a heart of thanksgiving I need you to begin to thank me right now thank me before I manifest thank me before you see it with your natural eyes Thank me before you see it in your family. Thank me before you see the finances. Thank me before you see it. Why? Because my love never quits. I've proven myself. God says, I've proven myself to you. (coughs) Excuse me. I've proven myself to you over and over. So I'm about to manifest in your life. (coughs) Excuse me. And when you see it, remember to give me thanks. Remember to lift your hands and thank me. Remember to, to offer up thanksgiving unto me. Remember to worship me. And if we live like that right now, again, it won't be hard when God manifests. Why? Because I have a, a pattern of it. I've been doing it every day. And so, therefore, it just flows out of my spirit. Because why? I've been doing it. <coughs> Excuse me. I've been practicing thanksgiving. Because why? I'm happy in my faith. I'm happy before I got the miracle. I'm happy even when I have the miracle. I'm happy before he opened up the door. I'm happy after he already opened up the door. I'm happy before he manifests the salvation in my family members. I'm happy after he manifests the salvation in my family members. So it's a a pattern. And so I'm living like that now. In the book of Deuteronomy, also the 8th chapter, and verse 18, he says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. I remember God spoke to us a few years ago, and God said he's getting ready to give us witty inventions, different ones of getting ready to get ideas for businesses. God says, I'm the one that is downloading that, that witty invention to you. I'm the one that's giving you that idea. I'm the one that's putting that in your spirit. You go to sleep. One way, and you wake up with an idea in your spirit. That didn't just come to you. I put it in your spirit, God is saying. So I am the one that you are to give thanks to. I am the one that's given you the power, giving you the ideas to get well. And so we want to make sure that we're thanking God. We want to make sure that we're worshiping God. We want to make sure that we're praising God. Going back to Psalms 103, why? Because we don't want to forget the benefits. We don't want to forget what God has done. God is the one that has forgiven our sins. God is the one that has healed us. God is the one that has delivered us. God is the one that has set us free. God is the one that has protected us from death. God is the one that has shown his kindness and his love to us. God is the one that has done this. And so we want to thank God. We're not looking at man, but we're thanking God with all our heart. We're happy in our faith. We're rejoicing. We have a thanksgiving heart all the time, in every circumstance, in every situation, no matter what happens. Our focus is God. For many of us, we have the prophetic word that God has spoken over our lives. Some powerful prophetic words he's spoken concerning our children. And sometimes we see the very opposite happens. So what do we do as parents? We thank God. Why? Because this love never quits. We thank God because God is showing us just how much he loves us. And he's showing us, you know what, in spite of what she said, what she did, in spite of what he said, what he did, in spite of all of that, just focus on me because I'm about to manifest my promise to you. I'm about to do it. And it's not because of what you have done, it's because of I love you and I want to uh, manifest my promise in you. This is about God. Uh, something my husband and I, we were talking recently, and he said, You know what? This is God's show. And that's why I keep saying that, because that's in my spirit. When he said that, it just, you know, was ringing in my spirit like a song in my spirit. This is God's show. This is not about uh, what man has done. This is about God. God is showing himself. Strong to you and I. His faithfulness, his love never quits. His faithfulness never quits. God uh, has always proven himself Lord. So now we're about to see how he has proven himself Lord. So God has given us a warning. And guess what? That's his love right there. Because he didn't have to warn us. But He, the reason why he said that, because God knows that some people, they'll eat and get full and they get up from the table and won't even say thank you. They sit down, they eat what's before them, and I'm saying, saying eating, I'm not so much speaking up naturally, but God put the blessing before us. We partake of it, and then we get up and we, we put it on, we wear it, we drive it, we, we experience it, we spend it, uh, and, and we get up and, and we lie down at night we never say, thank you, Lord. But this is the hour for us to thank God right now. Because God has already brought us into our season. He has already manifested his promises unto us. And so we're thanking him because God is he, He's so good to us. And his faithfulness never runs out. His love never runs out. The scripture says in the book of Lamentations, his mercy is new every day. So today we experience uh, new mercy. Did you, did you thank God for new mercy today? Did you give him praise for new mercy today? Did you thank him for waking you up today? Did you thank him that you have life, health, and strength? Sometimes we think we, we, we take the blessings of God for granted. So we don't want to take the blessings of God for granted. We want to learn how to live in thanksgiving, total dependence on him, and thanking him for what he has done in our lives. Well, my time is about out, and uh, I pray that you heard an encouraging word today. You heard the heart and the mind of God that it encouraged you in your faith. That it encouraged you to be happy in your faith. It encouraged you to thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what has happened. Because we have a word from God. God has brought us into our new season. God has brought us into the immediately. God has brought us into divine suddenly. So. Thank God. Again, we want to invite you to our watch night service. It is December 31st at 10 p.m. Join us for the broadcast on Saturday at 12 noon. We will uh, be sharing with you concerning releasing the supernatural. Tell somebody about the broadcast. This has been your host, Prophetess Kathy L. McKenzie. God bless you. Until the next time.